0: Welcome to another episode of There is a System to This Madness. I am your host, Osaze Shabazz. Today is April 24th, 2020, which ironically is the first day of phase one of the reopening of what has been deemed essential businesses by the governor of the great state of Georgia period, what has been deemed as essential businesses are nail salons, barbershops, restaurants where people can actually now go back to sitting inside, movie theaters, bowling alleys, which, you know, I don't understand why a bowling alley is deemed essential. Well, I do know why. In my opinion, what has happened since the last time we spoke, there have been a number of protests that have been going on throughout the country, mostly in red states. Out of fear that a protest could happen in the state of Georgia and also lobbying and also trying to figure out ways to get some of that stimulus money Georgia decided to lift this ban in regards to stay at home. What this is going to do is set this state back in regards to what little progress they have been making in regards to offsetting the coronavirus. Ironically, the governor was under. The impression that he was in league with the President of the United States, which, for those that know our President of the United States, who will say something one day and on the next just absolutely deny that he ever said anything like this. We'll talk about that later as well. But either way, after the President made several statements from The first day that the coronavirus became an epidemic. If you all recall, President Trump from day one was finding ways that they could slowly reopen the country. That's why he had these plans called phase one, phase two, phase three. What Governor Kemp felt that he was doing was showing the president of the United States that he was in his corner in regards to not shutting down the state and basically appeasing their supporters because pretty much Trump, Kemp, they they have the same people. So what they felt that through all the protesting And all of the individuals shouting that their rights are being taken away, you know, you see in the state of Michigan where they're now chanting, lock her up, which they are referring to the governor, Democrat governor of Michigan, because they feel that having their rights to not work is a constitutional right, which it isn't. However, Governor Kemp felt the need that he's going to skip over phase one, phase two, and really phase three. Because when you start talking about opening up movie theaters and restaurants where people are dining in and, you know, bowling alleys, that's that's phase three. That's the phase that we weren't even thinking about until months from now but you know let's 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 call this really what it is there's billions of stimulus money that are out there for small businesses what is happening is business owners have convinced employees that there's money to be gained to help businesses stay open and receive funding so that they don't have to take unemployment or they don't have to be furloughed. But what these business owners are not seeing is, and the employees can't figure it out for themselves. Let's say, for example, a business has 50 patrons every week, every day. Let's say 50 patrons every day. Some type of restaurant that owner has 10 employees to help cater to these 50 individuals that come through every day. Okay, so you got what you call 10 employees that don't care about the effects of the virus, but you got 50 patrons that do care so out of that 50 let's say 25 30 are now coming to your restaurant your profits are based on 50 individuals being served so when you have 25 30 individuals coming to your restaurant what is that employee What is that employer going to do? He's going to lay off half that staff. And what is more unique about this situation, the way things are set up that once these individuals come back and that employer starts taking stimulus money because he's getting credit for opening up his business he's getting credit for rehiring people during this epidemic however when them numbers don't add up and that restaurant is in the red that employer he's going to lay people off and eventually he's probably going to shut the business down now unbeknown to the employees he's going to get money for bringing them back he's going to get money for opening that business up that money is going to go in his pockets so even shut down that employer is going to make a profit While the employees are right back at home collecting unemployment. And what people fail to realize, Georgia is a work-at-will state. So technically, that employee, excuse me, employer, I I get my E and ERs mixed up. That employer can not only lay them off, he don't have to pay into unemployment it's just if things recover then he can bring them back but people fail to realize and i stated this in the last episode things are not going to be the same things are definitely going to change now i do feel bad for individuals that this is their livelihood especially in the service business where people rely on tips and restaurants food service because things are changing you know to try to force people to come back in movie theaters where you're sitting directly beside another individual or restaurants that are full to capacity or sporting events all this stuff is going to change It's almost like they would have to take, say, a a movie theater or a sports arena, and they're going to have to rearrange the seating to the point where they literally would have to almost sell seating where there is one seat in between that will be empty, and that's not counting how the seating is situated with people in the front of you and in the back of you how are you going to do this and it doesn't take no effort for individuals to get comfortable at being home all of that is going to change so all the protesting and fussing and fighting about your rights being taken away even even if this thing was wiped away clean People are going to be skeptic. I saw something on Facebook where a friend of mine posted that, you know, the concept of a handshake is going to be gone. People are not going to have contact with each other, especially total strangers, with each other ever again. And all the fussing and fighting, all the manipulation that your employer can give you to make you feel that it's safe or that your rights are being taken away if nobody is there to partake in your services what good is it and this is something that the employees do not understand they are truly being duped by the employers but we'll sit we'll watch and see what's going to go on I mean, in my opinion, don't want to wish nothing negative. However, based on the concept that you have to have people to support your businesses, especially restaurant and bowling alleys, movie theaters, it's just, it's not going to happen. I believe nail salons, in a certain way, I believe it, they can survive to a certain point. Now, of course, all it takes is one person in that nail salon to get that virus. And they'll shut it down in a minute. So once it's rumored that this particular nail salon had an employee or had a patron that had the virus. Oh, it's it's a wrap. That place is done. No matter how much scrubbing and Sanitizing, they do afterwards. Once that rumor gets out that the coronavirus was in that building, it's a wrap. But hopefully, you know, let's see if this work And then, you know, you think about the number of people that's going to be infected and the strain that this is going to put on the hospital workers. It's just, it's just this is just plain greed. It's it's nothing but greed by the Republicans. Also, one more thing, getting back to the essential business. It's just, when you think about what would be an essential business, something that you would need every day. See, I think of, you know, banks, banks, You know, even if the banks are not having all the staff, you know, the branch managers and loan officers and, you know, maybe a few tellers, but, you know, even just, you know, even if they had shorter hours, but, you know, bank is not open, you know, no state office is not open. The DMV is not open. Schools are not open. They already got it set that kids pretty much won't go back to school until September. You know, daycare, a lot of them are not open. And I mean, it's been mandated that they do not open. I was just able to make a dental appointment you know but that's not until the end of may which of course by then everything will probably shut right back down because all it take is one person to contract the virus and everything shuts right back down but even with these type of offices places of business you telling me that a bowling alley is essential. A bowling alley where they share shoes and you share bowling balls. A movie theater. I mean, these are considered to be essential businesses. I mean, you know, help me. Help me make sense of this. Because, I mean, I'm, I'm not I'm not getting it. You know, I I read in an article where it said, you know, with all the stimulus money, because there's, there's schools that also, they're getting a good chunk of money. You know, Harvard University had indicated that they were going to return $8.7 million of the money that they were given through the, you know, educational department coronavirus relief package. And pretty much, you know, why would Harvard University need to borrow $8.7 million? For what? Even President Trump is like, you know, no Ivy League school should be borrowing money. You know, they and that they are expecting these schools to do the right thing. You know, they expecting them to decline emergency funding. I mean, really? I mean, so some school that really needed, a smaller school that probably needed it before this even took place, so that they can have students to continue doing online education you know, $14 billion total and you got Harvard taking almost $10 million? Yeah, I know. They said they're going to give it back, blah, blah, blah. But for real, why were they even allowed to even do this in the first place? I mean, this this is crazy. You know, trying to wrap this up The bottom line, again, and I'll probably harp on this all the way up to November. This is about voting. It all is about voting. If this is not the ideal that individuals can now get when they say they vote don't matter, if this is not a wake-up call for you to understand the true purpose of registering and going out to vote. If this don't convince you, I don't think nothing else will. I mean, this administration, and I'm not just talking about the White House, I'm talking about the state level, the national level, and I mean, your local level, because that is crucial. For some reason, people do not understand the importance of local level government because it starts from the bottom it starts from your school boards your county commissioner your state reps your state senators the governor the senator all that overlaps into washington i can't stand when i hear people say i don't i don't vote Unless it's one of the big elections. That's the most stupidest stuff. That a person could just roll out of their mouths. Also I'm sure that many of you heard. The suggestion that the president made in regards to. Using. Ultraviolet light. And injecting. Things like. Clorox into individuals. You know, this guy, he takes things literally. It's like you have to just break it down constantly. But you know, it's funny, I, I share a lot of things on social media and it blows my mind at some of the stuff that people just take to heart. They take literally so i mean donald trump is not the only one out there with that being said what would be a true remedy for this situation in my opinion the only thing i can think of is some type of vaccination now how would that be administered that that I don't know. I mean, this this country just is, is too diverse. First of all, there are so many individuals that are deemed to be essential. But along with these essential people, this country has a good number of homeless individuals. Then you got those that are conspiracy theories theorists excuse me you know the protesters because i'm sure those same individuals that you tell them that they need to get a vaccination shot i'm assuming to be the, in the form of a shot they're going to protest that it's, they don't have to do this you can't make them do this so how do you how do you make this happen How does this, I guess this cure be administered to everyone in this country? If you got an answer, please, I would love to hear your thoughts, your opinions on this, pretty much, if you agree with or disagree with. Anything that I said, please, I would love to hear your opinions in regards to this. Please correct me. Please show me a better way that a lot of this can be resolved. Until next time, this has been another episode of There is a System to this Madness. I am your host, Osaze Shabazz. And hopefully, everybody, stay alive.